I'm Larissa, and I want to help you find the best strategy for communicating the magic and wonder of your jewelry brand so you can thrive by doing what you love and filling the world with beauty and creativity. Welcome to the Joy Joya Jewelry Marketing Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Larissa Worstiak. On this podcast, I explore topics in digital marketing for jewelry designers and retailers, including branding, content, email, events, social media, and more. This is episode 70, and today we're going to discuss the integral role of data in jewelry marketing and then review five common sources of data so you can start using data to your advantage today. In case you missed my announcement last week, I'm now doing a video version of this podcast, which if you're looking at YouTube, you're seeing it now, but you can find it on the Joy Joya Jewelry Marketing YouTube channel. So if you've ever wondered what I look like, or you'd rather watch me instead of listen to me, then you'll definitely want to subscribe now. Visit learn.joyjoya.com slash YouTube to subscribe. That's learn.joyjoya.com slash YouTube to watch this episode instead of listen to it and subscribe. Did you know I also have a free downloadable ebook on my website? It's called Proven Conversion Strategies for E-Commerce Jewelry Retailers, and you can access it by visiting learn.joyjoya.com dot com slash conversions and you'll get your ebook delivered to your inbox immediately in addition when you sign up for those emails you'll be the first to hear about new episode releases also i know that if you're listening to this podcast or watching this video right now you have opinions so let me know what you think either leave a comment below or write a rating or review so I can be better for you in the future and continue offering value through helpful marketing information. Before we get started with the topic of the day, I wanted to share some marketing-related news and research from the past week that caught my attention. First, one of my favorite podcasts, The Glossy, released two jewelry-related episodes in the past two weeks. You can just imagine how excited I was about that. One episode is an interview with Pandora's chief marketing officer, Sharice Hughes, who spoke about the brand's growth-driven approach to marketing. Next, they interviewed Liana Kadisha Cohn, who's the founder of the jewelry rental company Switch, of which I'm also a happy customer. I love them. Um, I loved hearing Liana talk more about how they're adapting the rental model for the jewelry industry. So go listen to those two episodes after you're done with this one. Okay, you guys are going to start thinking that I'm a shill or something for the glossy, but I just love their content. This week, they published another article that I really enjoyed about how footwear brand Keds has a brand new content marketing strategy involving, wait for it, print. You thought print was dead, you were wrong. So they're releasing what they're calling the Handbook for Women, which is an update of the Keds Handbook for Girls released in the 1920s. Keds president Jillian Meek says, Yes, there's a physical book coming out, and it's beautiful to look at, but it's also going to cross over to all our digital channels as well. Apparently, you'll be able to read 
this book on the website and on Instagram. I seriously love hearing about the ways that fashion brands are pushing the envelope with content marketing and taking some fun risks to set themselves apart when it comes to branding and reaching new customers. Finally, an article from MarTech series summarized some insights from a recent panel event in London that was geared toward leaders in the UK's jewelry industry. The emphasis of this panel was cross-platform consistency in an effort to streamline customer experience. So what does that mean? Well, for example, they recommend that e-commerce jewelry brands work hard to integrate their website with their social media presence, point of sale system, customer relation management system, and more. The article also mentioned that recent forecasts by Euromonitor indicate almost, wow, one-fifth of global luxury sales will take place online by 2025. And finally, the panelists recommend that one of the best ways for a jewelry brand to gain a competitive advantage is to be personalized in its messaging and also offer customization services. If you want to get the links to the articles I just shared, then you can sign up for my email newsletter by visiting joyjoya.com slash sign up. And from there, you'll get a digest every week with the links whenever a new podcast episode drops. Okay, let's get down to business. Are you ready? So like it or not, we live in a data-driven world. With each of your jewelry brand's digital footprints, you generate heaps of data from your e-commerce store and your social media presence to your email marketing, digital campaigns, and beyond. You probably have more data associated with your jewelry brand than you even realize, and you're likely not fully capitalizing on it. The truth is that data can feel overwhelming, especially if you don't know what you want your data to reveal. However, it can be invaluable when you set clear goals and you understand how to interpret the data available to you. Ultimately, data is power in the hands of brands that know how to use it. According to research from Ascend2 and Research Partners, the top two reasons that marketers use data are, one, to feel confident about making decisions based on data analysis, and two, to acquire new customers. Do you often feel confused about what to do next in your marketing strategy? Do you wonder, hmm, where do my target customers spend their time and how can I reach them effectively? The answers to these questions actually lie in your data. So what role should data play in your jewelry marketing strategy specifically? And how can you start using data in a more intentional and proactive way? Well, in this episode, if you keep listening, we're going to share five common sources of data and then explain how your jewelry brand can leverage each one to its fullest extent so you can make better decisions moving forward and reach your customers where they are. The first source of data we're going to talk about is Google Analytics. A free service provided by Google, Google Analytics, or I'm just going to refer to it as GA, 
easier, is one of the most powerful tools that e-commerce jewelry brands can use since it allows them to monitor and track a multitude of online shopping behaviors. For example, with GA, you can see how many prospective customers are visiting your store within any given time frame, understand how those prospects are finding your site, view how much time your prospects are spending on various pages, and then see how many people are abandoning their shopping carts instead of finalizing their purchases. We're just scratching the surface of what GA can do. To start collecting data with GA, you simply have to install a small section of code on the back end of your website. That's it. Not only can you customize your reports based on individual needs and goals, but you can also set actionable goals before you start any given marketing campaign. One of my personal favorite features of GA is the ability to create UTM parameters. And that actually refers to a little tracking code that you add at the end of any URL you wanna track. So for example, if you were running a Facebook ad campaign and you wanted to use GA, to compare Google's data with Facebook's internal click-through data, then you can add a special tracking code to the end of the link that you're using in your ad campaign. You can give that tracking code a specific campaign name, and then from there, once you're running your Facebook ads, you can track your results in Google Analytics as well as in Facebook. A second source of data that we're gonna talk about today is market research. Are you struggling to understand your customers? Are you wondering how you can move forward with your product development strategy? Well, market research can provide you with the data you need to get unstuck so you can confidently plan a strategy for forging ahead. When conducting market research, you can consult primary research and secondary research. Primary research, I feel like I'm going back to like library basics in school here. Primary research refers to research you conduct yourself, like focus groups, online surveys, and beta testing. On the other hand, secondary research refers to research that has already been done for you, like articles, references, and reports. So among my jewelry brand clients, I find that there's actually a common misconception about market research. I feel like a little bell goes off in their heads and they think, oh, that sounds expensive. However, that's just not true. One of the best things about market research is that you can actually scale it according to your budget and needs. If you really have no budget, you can just focus on consulting secondary sources, which are plentifully available on the internet. However, if you're feeling a little more creative or you have some money to invest in your market research, you can try doing things like polling your customers on Instagram or via SurveyMonkey, sending a survey email to your top customers and offering them an incentive to complete that survey, using a service like PeopleFish, or simply talking to your target customers at live events or whenever else you have a chance to talk to them. To hire a market research firm will cost about fifteen dollars to $35,000, so it's an option a little more pricey. 
The third source of data we're gonna discuss is organic and paid social media data. It's in Instagram and Facebook's best interest to give you data because they want you to ultimately advertise with them. As a result, you can easily find data insights on all your social media posts. On Instagram, for example, you can simply visit your profile, click the little hamburger button in the top right, and tap insights. From there, you can view a summary of metrics like reach, impressions, and audience activity. You can get a sense for which types of content perform better than others, and also gauge your audience demographics. If you'd like to access even more comprehensive data and reports about your social media accounts, then you can try a paid tool like Iconosquare. Are you running Facebook and Instagram advertising campaigns? If so, then you'll definitely wanna pay attention to your data. Not only does this data help you determine whether or not you are spending your ad budget as efficiently as possible, but it can also provide you with additional insights about your target customers. Furthermore, it can help you understand the imagery and copywriting that best resonates with those customers. With its detailed targeting capabilities, Facebook advertising can be a great way for your brand to test a new market before you actually commit to it. The next source of data that we're going to cover is customer sales and customer experience data. If you run an e-commerce jewelry brand, then you're sitting on a gold mine of data that brick and mortar store owners don't often have access to unless they do a lot of prodding and are diligent about their customer records. In order to make a purchase, your e-commerce customers need to submit a certain amount of information about themselves. You also collect data about the customer's path to purchase via tools like Google Analytics and Shopify or whatever e-commerce platform you're using. Once you know more about your customer's browsing and purchase history, then you can further personalize and tailor your offerings to meet, them, to meet their needs and meet them where they are. You can even segment your customers by behavior and other characteristics and then precisely target your marketing messages. In addition, you can make adjustments to your product assortment and merchandising based on customer activity. It's pretty cool. In addition, you should also be monitoring data related to customer experience. What do I mean by that? How is that different from tracking sales? Well, customer experience refers to how a customer feels when interacting with your brand, making a purchase, or reaching out to your customer service team. To do this, you can monitor things like your online reviews, you can send surveys, and you can analyze your customer retention rate. Remember, it costs more to acquire a new customer than it does to win back an existing one. So you should be putting a lot of time and effort into monitoring the customer experience and ensuring that it's consistently a positive one. And the last source of data that we're going to cover in today's episode is email marketing data. 
Your email marketing list is like gold. Of course, you always wanna be winning over new customers, but you also wanna spend as much time winning over new email subscribers, since those subscribers are the prospects you'll be nurturing and turning into your future customers. If you're not paying attention to the data from your email marketing efforts, then you're missing out on major opportunities to build long-term relationships with prospects and current customers. An email marketing platform like MailChimp can provide you with invaluable data like open rate, click-through rate, unsubscribe rate, and more. So you can assess the strength of your email marketing efforts and then make adjustments to future campaigns. Furthermore, you can even A-B test your email campaigns. Go back and listen to episode 63 for more information about A-B testing to discover whether one type of messaging is more effective than another type. Please be aware that everything I shared today is not even close to an exhaustive list of potential sources of data for your jewelry brand. However, they're the ones that we use the most often with our clients, and they typically provide the most accessible and relevant information. Ultimately, where you seek your data and how you decide to track it will depend on your individual business and marketing goals. If you don't have a goal in mind, then you won't be able to designate one or more key performance indicators and your data will look like nothing more than a bucket of numbers without meaning. So how are you currently using data in your marketing strategy? I'd love to hear your thoughts and feedback. Leave a comment if you're on YouTube or you can always email me L-A-R-Y-S-S-A at joyjoya.com. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. For more information about marketing services for your jewelry brand, visit joyjoya.com where you can download our free ebook, Proven Conversion Strategies for E-Commerce Jewelry Retailers.